Welcome back, y'all. Yeah. Welcome to Neat, comma, Straight Up or On the Rocks, the podcast that asks you, how do you like your life? Funky. Welcome back, y'all. I'm very, very happy to uh, be back. Thank you for uh, tuning back in to Neat, comma, Straight Up or On the Rocks, the podcast that asks you, how do you like your life? Uh, I definitely want to say what's up to everybody around the world that's tuning in. I appreciate the love from Indonesia, Russia. What's up, Putin? I know that's you, Putin. (laughs) India, uh, the United Kingdom, excuse me, Canada, the Philippines, and uh, the United States, of course, which includes uh, my listeners in New York, Virginia, Connecticut, California, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Maryland. Tennessee, District of Columbia, Texas, Ohio, New Jersey, Nevada, and of course, right here in uh, Buffalo, New York. Uh, and I, I really don't want to forget Atlanta, uh, Douglasville, Decatur. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hope everybody enjoying themselves. I'm very happy to be back. Today, we're going to talk about love and addiction. Addiction and love, they can be one and the same. Uh, For example, today, my guest artist is no longer with us, but I am in love with his music. We're going to talk about the Prince of Soul, Mr. Marvin Gaye. Born in 1939, Washington, D.C. What's up, D.C. people? Marvin Gaye sang in his father's church. Um, And we're going to talk about that as it goes on, because his his father actually killed him. Um, So Marvin Gaye recorded songs by Smokey Robinson before becoming his own producer um, and to protest the album, What's Going On? Because I I don't know if you've heard what's going on. I have. I've heard just about everything Marvin Gaye has. So today, uh, when we talk about Flying High, when we play Flying High, which is the Marvin Gaye song I'm going to play today, uh, it, it means a lot to me because there's so many metaphors, so many similes. There's so many things that you can really choose to like about the song and reflect on what your life and how it affects your life. You know, if you're a drug addict, you can talk about that first time you was chasing that high. You know, if you masturbated for the first time, you're kind of like, man, where do I get that feeling again, right? If, you you know, you, you do your job and you get this overwhelming sense of being good at your job, you want to go back to that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, he was killed again. Marvin Gaye was killed in 1984 uh, in, in a domestic uh, dispute with his father, which, you know, I can't uh, speculate. Well, I guess I can. It's about the fact that, you know, people, when they're in that church life and it's nothing really against him, you know, but in this time, this day and age, it wasn't, it, you, it didn't look good if you came from the church, sang in the church, and then you did secular music. It wasn't really until Kirk Franklin, I think, at least for me, Kirk Franklin broke down barriers, you know, and I can only imagine what he went through to break down those barriers with the kind of music that he produced um, and change the church circuit. So again, today is gonna be Marvin Gaye, Flying High, Mr. Prince of Soul. Um, and it, it, again, it talks about drug abuse um, and the situation he lived in. I like to think of it not only about drug abuse, but 
just about love in general because love is addictive. It's, it's hard to keep it in 
after you hear that song, you cry and you feel pain and you feel love. I'm gonna recap a little bit for you. Uh, I mean, it's called Flying High in the Friendly Skies, you know, Marvin Gaye. So uh, the lyrics, right? Right off the bat, not just the harmony, not the music, not the bass, not all that, just the lyrics alone, right? So flying high in the friendly skies without ever leaving the ground. He's talking about the dope fiend lean, right? So that's like standing on the corner, leaning, slob hanging out your mouth. I've seen it on TV. I've seen it in real life, right? The TV show I saw it on was HBO had a TV series called The Corner. And they talked about the dope fiend, or they showed something about the dope fiend lean. So, that, that, and that's what we used to call it in the hood days, right? The dope fiend lean. So if you get a chance, check out The Corner on HBO. Um, and that's exactly what Marvin Gaye is describing right there, right? You know, flying high in the friendly skies without ever leaving the ground. You leave your body, like metaphysical, like you're gone, right? You're reconnecting to whatever else is going out there because this damn love, this damn drug, this damn thing that I, I, I absorb into myself is so damn good, right? That's the dope fiend lean. We all do it, right? Women who are in love with someone who doesn't love them will go above and beyond. I'm not just going to, I apologize, women. Men do it too, who are in love with someone who just go above and beyond to do whatever it is, no matter how stupid it is, right? Rob a bank, kill somebody, shoot somebody because of the love for that person, right? And then he goes on and says, rest of the folks are tired and weary and have laid their bodies down. He's talking about people committing suicide. Straight up, like, because this love is so impactful, because this feeling is so much in their life that they just couldn't handle it, they committed suicide. They laid their bodies down for it, right? But him, he chose a place where danger awaits him, right? I go to the place where a danger awaits me. He knew that that danger was sitting there looking at it. You know, temptation, we talk about it all the time. Or we, we sit around and we think about it all the time. Like temptation is right there. We know that that danger is waiting for us, right? It's crazy. I go to a place where danger awaits, awaits me and is bound to forsake me. I know it's going to do damage to me. I'm looking at this. I know it is good. Again, the description of love, the description of an addiction. Like, I'm looking at this hot stove. I know that that is fire. It cooks everything that I put in my body or something I could put in my body. I'm still going to walk up to that blue flame and put my hand on it. It forsakes. I know it's going to burn me. And he got that wrapped up into one song. We're talking about Marvin Hence Gay Jr., right? The name of the song is called Flying High in the Friendly Sky. Look it up if you've never heard it, right? Then he says, I go crazy when I can't find it. Lord, I go crazy when I can't find it. That's an addiction, right? So let's talk about how many people think about the, this construct of, of marriage in the United States. Who wants to be married? So what do people do? when they can't get married, right? There's a very small few amount of people that are like, I don't give a damn if I get married. I can care less if I get married, right? But the overwhelming amount has, has been programmed so much that they're like, I need to be with someone. I need to be married, right? Like you're just, yourself just isn't good enough. He summed all that up 
in that sentence, right? I go crazy when I can't find it. Love itself. Lord, I go crazy when I can't find it. Crazy, right? Think about our, our images and ideas and understandings of crazy, right? This is Marvin Gaye. This is back in the day when he did this, right? And then he says, in the morning, I will be soon all right, my friend. But soon the night will bring the pain again. I'm okay when I wake up. I get an alert moment for a few minutes. I, I get to see what's going on and I understand what's happening. But then when it really sinks in and the night starts to close in around me, I, I, I got a problem. The pain starts to come in. You know, if you're a person, a human, we, we're talking about trauma, right? How many people have been in these traumas, these trauma situations, right? You see somebody or something or, or an incident or something, especially with our soldiers, right? That go overseas and they kill people for our country. That kind of trauma, right? Like they can get up. They can be sociable, they can be around everybody, but at night when they're by themselves and they really got to look inside of themselves, they literally think about it. They literally feel the pain that comes from that and they have to find something, right? This is that place that Marvin's talking about, a place where danger awaits me, right? And is I know it's bound to forsake me, but it's going to help me sleep. It's going to keep me away from from what it is. I, man, I'm trying to tell you this song right here. Man, you may have heard songs that have touched you, but oh my God, right? He even asked for help in the song. You listen to the song, he'll ask somebody, help me. Somebody please help me, right? And I'm gonna keep going, right? So I ain't seen nothing but trouble. There you go, right? We see it, we've been groomed, we've been taught to be something different than our natural instinct of survive, right? Which means kill or be killed. So we've been put in that scenario mentally. And now that he's seen trouble, he looks, walks up and down the street, he sees trouble, people killing each other over simple things, people breaking into people's homes, you know, there's rape, there's molestation, there's a lot of things that you see on the news. He sees trouble, right? And nobody really understands me. I see it, but nobody really understands me when I talk to them about it. You know, I had this conversation the other day. I'm talking to people and I feel like I'm under a bubble. Like, I'm talking to you about the things I see and you see it differently. But the truth of the matter is we're all human. So why don't we see it in the human way? So that, that I, that's why the song touched me so much because I understand it, right? I ain't seen nothing but trouble. That's Marvin's lyrics, right? And he says, nobody really understands me. You don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. This just ain't right. So this is a, that maybe could be that church background, right? Could be that understanding of where he's coming from, right? Like he, he sees that some things just aren't right and he's singing about it. But then he goes to a place where self-destruction awaits him. That's the same thing, right? It could be alcohol, it could be drugs, it could be whatever you think, it could be love. You know, you go to somebody you know doesn't like you, but it's just gonna use you for sex, or use you for money, or use you whatever, right? For social status. You go to that place 
where self-destruction awaits. You know it's not good for you. You're self-destructing on purpose. You're going crazy when you can't find this love that reciprocates, right? That That's for us, right? It's bound to forsake you. That's what this song is, right? Like, then I go to a place where self-destruction awaits me, right? Nobody really understands me. I ain't seen nothing but trouble. Like, I'm calling out for help, and I'm in this situation. That's it, right? That is amazing. That's amazing. I, I just have to say it. That's amazing to be able to see a situation, read it, and then be an artist, right? That, to me, is the definition of an angel, right? To be able to be here, to be able to help people that are artists, that are that think on a different level, that put themselves in different situations, that's able to talk from many different perspectives and touch a whole bunch of different people. So again, I hope, I pray that I'm helping you listen to this song, understand this song, and find Marvin Gaye for the very first time in your life. If not, congratulations. You know, you you really made it listening to Marvin Gaye, and it's great. And it's, but I really, truly hope that I'm the first person right now that's helping you understand Marvin Gaye, that's making you look up Marvin Gaye's life, making you listen to this song, and maybe it's going to help you not jump out that window. Or, or literally help you not jump out that window. So he knew he was hooked, right? He even said it. I know I'm hooked on a boy that made slaves out of men. He knew he was hooked on a drug that was gonna turn him into a slave because he could not deal with what was going. We're talking about trauma. And when we talk about trauma, we talk about trauma-informed care. We talk about a lot. Right now, I have to tell you that this song to me is neat and it's also on the rocks because I get so hot thinking about the fact that nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. And this man made a beautiful piece of artwork about something, right? And I guess I got to change. The only thing that has changed is the drug in which people choose, right? So people more or less are singing songs about drugs, right? And, And it's not like this Marvin Gaye style type of song about drug but it's about glorifying the drugs and stuff like that's you know nowadays some of the music is is really glorifying how people should feel and how drugs are good and us honestly like i said i'm i'm i i'm i love marvin gay i love the fact that this song was a part of marvin gay artistry right this is what he did to be better this is who he became this is what he gave out I hate the fact that his father killed him because of it. Um, and again, I wasn't there. You know, Marvin could have said a whole bunch of stuff to his father that led his father to killing him. But I definitely, in, in my mind, sit around and think that this was a part of it. And I don't think his father even listened to what Marvin was talking about because he was preaching, right? So if his father maybe even listened to what he was talking about, and how he could have helped. This is his ministry also. So I hope that I'm the first person to kind of get to some people and say, listen to this, understand this, figure out what this is. It may help you. You do not have to be one of those people that are tired 
and laying your body down because suicide just isn't it. That's not the right calling for us, right? There's music, there's all kinds of ways to express yourself. I hope you find that expression of yourself. Marvin Gaye often found peace in music, mastering the piano and the drums at a very young age. Until high school, his singing career experience was limited to church, uh, but he soon developed a love for R&B and doo-wop, and that was set the foundation for his career. Uh, the talented singer had a phenomenal range that spanned three vocal styles, and he soon impressed the group's founder, Harvey Fuqua. It, was, it wasn't long before uh, Marvin Gaye and Fuqua both came to the attention of Detroit music impresario, and they were signed to Gordon's legendary hometown records. Motown was full of behind the scenes stuff, so that's what he did before he became Marvin Gaye. Um, his behind the scenes stuff, he was a session drummer for Motown legends like Little Stevie Wonder at the time, The Supremes, Marvelettes, and Martha and the Vandals. So if you like any of those groups and you listen to their albums, uh, in the background you hear the drumming, and the piano stuff that was going on, that was Marvin Gaye. Eventually, you know, after a while, he showed himself as a renaissance man. And he would break into the top 40 for the first time in 1962 with his solo single, Hitchhike. So throughout the 60s, uh, Marvin Gaye showed an immersed range, churning out uh, solo dance hits and romantic duets with hit makers like Diana Ross and Mary Wells, you know, songs like Can I Get a Witness and the popular I Heard It Through the Grapevine. They were, they were some of Marvin Gaye's biggest hits at that period, and they, they set the foundation for Motown's best-selling singles of the 60s. Marvin Gaye actually had a partner, Tammy Terrell, and they wowed the country with their soaring duet performances with songs like Ain't No Mountain High Enough, If I Could Build My World Around You, and unfortunately their reign as the couple, what they call the royal couple of R&B, ended when Tammy Terrell passed away to a brain tumor in 1970. When she, when she passed away because of that, Marvin entered a dark period in his life. And he swore to never partner with another female vocalist ever again. So he threatened to, to abandon the stage for good. I will never perform ever again. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, that's where the song you just listened to, Flying High in the Friendly Skies, came from because he really um, went into a deep depression and, and became an addict. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Neat, Straight Up, or On the Rocks, a podcast that asks you, how do you like your life? If you are looking to reach us, you can find us at nsuotrocks at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. You can now find us on any of your platforms where you're trying to find podcasts or listen to podcasts. Uh, My favorite is anchor.fm because you can uh, support the podcast. 